Welcome, welcome to the Wild West. I missed doing a podcast last week. I guess things got a little out of my, I don't know. Sometimes the weeks go really fast and this week is especially already going fast because Monday was a holiday. It was Labor Day. It was also a friend of mine's birthday, Kirsten. And it's Man Cub's birthday today on September 6th. Man Cub was born on September 6th and some years his birthday falls on Labor Day. And as I watch the kids walk to school this morning, it reminds me of, you know, back when he went to school, school seemed to start right after Labor Day and it would end in June and now it seems to to begin in August and end in May. So when the when my kids, the boys were going to school, they started often in September. And a lot of the times his birthday often would be the first day of school, which that I don't know, that just doesn't seem like a fun day to have a birthday <laughs> to be celebrating your birthday on the first day of school. But when the kids were little, I used to get up early, extra early on their birthday and make them their favorite breakfast, whatever it might be. Waffles with strawberries, whipped cream, that seemed to be a big one for them. And I would always put it on a tray and there would be like an orange juice and their yummy meal and like a little note and maybe a little vase of flowers. And I would bring them their breakfast and poor Dylan often would be starting school or would have been in school a day or two before his birthday. And it just made me think of that. And last night when I was laying in bed, I don't know why I sometimes I think these thoughts, but I was laying in bed and I was thinking about ages and man cub Dylan. Mm, excuse me. I'm, I just woke up basically. <laughs> it's early in the morning. Man cub is 25 today. And it made me think about my age. Well, how old was I when I had man cub? See, he's 25 today. I was 28 when I had man cub. And then it made me realize, oh my gosh, I have a 28 year old too. Our firstborn is 28. So I had, I had man cub when I was 28 and he's 25 and he's 25 and man and, and firstborn Aussie bear is 28. It is so crazy. And I was 28 when I had man cub and Aussie's 28. It just was blowing my mind because it doesn't feel like that long ago, but it feels like that long ago. I can't believe I was in, we, we were in our twenties when we were having kids. So when I think about it like that, wow. I mean, 23 when I got married, 25 when I had my first kid, 28 when we had the second and I was just over 30 when I had 28, 29, 30. Yeah, no, I was 30 when I had our littlest and only girl. And then I was done having kids. So I was finished having kids by the time I was 30. And now I have an almost 30 year old firstborn and a secondborn that's halfway there. It is a different time, a different place. Uh, I feel like 
at least all the kids I know aren't really having kids and getting married and doing all that like we used to do when we were in my generation being born in the 70s. We we followed suit often and we just got married earlier and started our families earlier and it was just like that's what you do. That's what you do. And I feel like the kids these days, they have a whole different outlook on life and it doesn't mean that it's bad. It's definitely not bad. It's just different. They're 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 doing their life different. And if I'm being completely 100% honest, I wish I would have waited a little longer before I had kids just because we got married really young and I immediately wanted children. I didn't really want to wait and we didn't have time to just be with each other and enjoy each other's company and adventure and do things like that. We just jumped almost straight into parenthood. But on the flip side, since we were younger parents in a way, we can, you know, now our kids are all grown and we still love each other and like each other, which is important. It's important to like and love and we still like and love each other and we're still the best, coolest, best friends. And so we can still enjoy our time now and be relatively young. So I guess when I'm looking back at it, we just sort of did it in a flipped flopped way. And that's okay too. It's everything's okay. You know that? Everything's okay. I am one that believes that let's just stay in our own lane and focus on our own family and not worry about what everyone else is doing and the decisions other people are making because those are their decisions. And even if we don't think they're good decisions, people learn from mistakes or they learn from their life. So I just say, let people live their life and it'll all work out in the end. I mean, I know as parents, we have a certain responsibility to you know, guide our children and to be good examples and things like that. But for the most part, I mean, yes, we had rules. Definitely, we have rules for our children. But I also, we're the type of parents that, you know, we weren't big spankers. I think when our firstborn, poor firstborn gets all of the, you know, poor firstborns, because we're learning, we're learning how to be parents. And so I, we were harder on Aussie for sure. And I wish I could take certain things back. But when he was tiny, I do remember giving him some little pats on the butt. They were nothing major. We didn't get belts out. We didn't get wooden spoons out. We, you know, give him a little pat on the butt. Um, That's as big as spankings we gave. We were not big spankers. I didn't put the kids on restriction that I can recall. They might tell me different. But But I grew up on restriction. I was constantly in trouble. I I was getting whippings with the belts. I was always, you know, in trouble. And I was not even that bad of a child. So I started to kind of follow that that same way of parenting, but not really because it was just little swats on the butt when when Aussie was little. And then I came into my own, or we came into our own, and we became different parents than our parents were. 
And I don't blame our parents for what they did because they learned from their parents. And I remember my mom saying she got, she was on restriction all the time and she got spanked with the belt. And then her parents got like, they would pull twigs out of trees, and which can you imagine how, how that would hurt? And so my, my mom's parents would get whippings with like tree tree branches that sounds really intense but I'm sure they were skinny ones I'm not sure but anyway it just evolves and evolves and so by the time we became parents we decided we were doing things different we weren't going to do all these restrictions we weren't going to be spanking them with the belt because truth be told it didn't make a difference with me it did not make a difference. I still left my socks on the couch because that's what I was always getting in trouble for. I can't forget that. That whole whole time of leaving my socks on the couch and getting on a week, because it was always in week increments. So then I got on a week restriction for leaving them on the sofa. And lo and behold, maybe it wasn't even a week later, guess what? I was leaving my socks on the sofa. So I got two weeks then. And I accumulated a whole month for just leaving socks on the sofa. So who wasn't learning? I was not learning and it wasn't working. So anyway, we decided to do things different. And I hope that who knows what my kids will say. They might, they might be saying, you know, you did it all wrong. Cause you know what? Most likely we did it wrong. That is part of being a parent. You can't totally please, you know, you can't please your kids entirely. You can do the best you can, but they will find something eventually to say, you know, you could have done this different, could have done that different. We were also strict on Austin, the firstborn, and a little bit Dylan, it bled into Dylan with, with things they could watch on TV. We wouldn't let him watch certain cartoons even on TV. And, um, you know, they told me later on, you know, Aussie would say, oh, I would just go to Artie's and I would just uh, watch it there. I'd go so-and-so and I'd watch it there. They were still seeing it. They were still doing it. And I know what that's like too, because with all the rules that I grew up with, I found ways around it. And I think that's human nature. And we realized that being super overly strict you know, we just knew in the back of our minds because both Motorcycle Man and myself, I don't want to say we were super rebellious kids, but <clears throat> the more rules we seemed to have, the more we wanted to break. And maybe we went in thinking that's how our kids would be. So if we gave them a little more leniency, they wouldn't have rules to break. And I feel like it's worked out pretty well, honestly. Our biggest thing was the truth. If you tell us the truth, you won't get in big trouble. We really appreciate the truth. And so often there were times sitting with the kids and they were crying and they were telling their truth. And often it would end in a hug or we understand we've been there. And then they would cry more because we were super understanding and they didn't understand why we were so understanding. And I believe with all of my heart, 100%, we, we raised three really amazing humans. 
And I I think a long time ago on this podcast, I did share that when the kids were in in elementary school and junior high or middle school, whatever you call it in high school, that none of them got like super, super great grades. They were very average and not even just average, they struggled. All three of them struggled through school. Now, our oldest, he was naturally bright. He was super smart, but he struggled in school because we realized by third grade, he had ADD. So he couldn't focus. He could never write a full paper in class. He was a daydreamer and we didn't realize until third grade. And then we made the decision and we did it you know, between me, the doctor, and Rich, that we would medicate him. And we just didn't tell people because people, you know, like I said, people don't know how to stay in their lane and just focus on their family. And they would give their, you know, might give their opinion. So I remember sitting in the doctor's office, getting ready to make this decision to get medication for firstborn. And the doctor said, you know what? You don't need to tell anybody that you're doing this. You're you're his parents and you do what's best for him and you don't need to discuss it with anyone. And I thought that was a really good piece of advice. And what I did realize with Firstborn is when he did get on that medication, it made a world of difference. I remember when he came home and he said, Mom, I wrote a whole paper at school today and he was so proud of himself and everything changed. Everything changed for him when he started on that medication. So that that helped our firstborn. The next two struggled in school and they ended up um, getting help from, from the public education and they, um, it was called RSP, and they were both in RSP. Now firstborn was in the GATE program and we didn't, I didn't even know. This was the funniest thing. I don't even, I still don't even know. He came home one day and he's like, Mom, the GATE program's gonna spend the night at the Long Beach Aquarium. And I'm like, you're not in GATE, Austin. I remember I was painting the bathroom downstairs. I was painting it like a um, lime green or some sort of a chartreuse. Let's just say chartreuse sounds way cooler. I was painting the bathroom chartreuse, chartreuse, <laughs> to say it, whatever, you know, a green color. And he came in and he's like, yeah, I, I got it invited because I'm in gate to go to this overnight sleepover at the aquarium and I'm trying to tell him you're not in gate you can't go but I went up to the school and they're like oh yeah no um he's invited and yes he's in the program and then he even got to go in a special other program that was during the summer for kids that excelled and he was in this program and I remember he Anyway, I I feel like I'm bragging on him, and I am. I'm bragging on him. But I didn't believe it is the thing. So I had one that was in GATE and the other two that were in RSP. And, oh boy, did they struggle. They all three struggled so much. Before the medication for Austin, he there were days he would literally pound his head against the wall and say, I can't do this. I'm stupid. What's wrong with me? It was so sad. It was so sad. And I would sit there and look up things like, I I can't remember now who, but I think like Albert Einstein, um, he, he struggled in school and was, and was called stupid and things like that. And look at Albert Einstein. 
And I would look up people that <clears throat> had learning disabilities that were actors and actresses and um, or people that didn't finish school that were successful just to tell my kids like, you know what, it's not about your A pluses. That is not what school's about, at least for this family. What I wanted school to be about was to be good humans and to love people. That was always my biggest desire for them. And then walking with, with Mrs. Feld Pouch and me crying, I was always crying. I would go to those conferences and I would start crying because I was just frustrated for my own kids because they were, they were often in tears when they were doing their homework and when they were trying to get through school. And so I would sit in those conferences and I would start to cry in front of the teachers because I myself was like, how do I help these kids feel better about where they're at? And, and I remember she walked through, through the hall, the little, you know, hallways with the awnings and she put her arm around me and she said, you know what? You're raising good humans and there's nothing better than raising good human beings and it doesn't matter what grades they get. And that was the same teacher. I'm telling you, there have been teachers in our lives that have changed my kids' lives. And she really encouraged Austin to join Glee Club and to sing because she just saw that he would love that. And he did. He loved getting up there and singing in Glee Club. And they all loved the African drums when they did African drums. I'm just going down memory lane. You're probably thinking, what kind of podcast is this? She's just talking about her kids being in school. So I'm going to finish. I'm going to stop. It's I'm done with that. It all began with wishing Man Cub a happy birthday and figuring out how old everybody was. But I hope you enjoyed walking down that little bit of memory lane with me. I am sitting in the studio with... Miss Stella and she's getting a little more brave she's not under the bed she's just cuddled in a ball just where I can see her and I'm happy to wake up this morning to this beautiful day and I have my coffee in my hand and I found this new creamer made by Silk that is a heavy whipping cream but it's non-dairy and it is the best non-dairy creamer I have ever had because mostly the non-dairy creamers don't even cream up the milk. I mean the coffee. They just don't. But this one definitely does. Mm. And I know it's not good for me because it has saturated fats. But I don't care. I'm drinking it anyway. And I watered my pumpkins this morning. I Oh, most exciting for me to share... I reached 100 subscribers on my YouTube channel. My very first goal on YouTube was to get to 100 subscribers. Um, I, think, I think yesterday was exactly three months of being on YouTube and I got over 100 subscribers this weekend. I think I'm at about 115 subscribers. I was so excited and we made a video on Labor Day uh, about Jenkins jellies. We went to World Market because they are carrying Hillary Danner's jelly. And Hillary Danner is the person I met when, uh, when Motorcycle Man uh, surprised me on my birthday. Um, I don't even know 
how old I was turning. It was like a year and a half ago and, or maybe two years, I'm not sure, but we met Hillary on her property and she, um, is the, I just felt an instant connection with her. She just was this beautiful, awesome human being. And she had this cool canvas tent on her property and an outdoor bathroom, composting toilet and a outdoor kitchen, a fire pit, a beautiful garden. And we were able to stay on her property and I met her and she left us a little jelly and I realized she um, makes jellies and they're called Jenkins jellies. And I just found out she's selling them at World Market, which is also one of my favorite things. So we went to World Market on Labor Day and I got the jelly. We came home, we made, we made some twice baked potatoes that were out of her recipe book and we talked about her jelly and we celebrated my 100 subscribers and it was a really great day a really great day and so i put up a video last night about it on youtube and i'm just loving life i don't have a job still and i'm not making any money and i do think today i was thinking i woke up and i'm like i'm gonna apply for cost plus but I'm having a ball making these videos and editing. It's like a job. I tell you, it is a job. It feels like a full-time job. Um, Rich will go to work and then I will either be filming or I'll be editing or like I, I shared on my another film where I sort of poured out my heart on why I was doing YouTube. Um, I'm also often researching and seeing how I can get better. And I also on Labor Day picked up a microphone, a wireless mic to help with my sound issues. And my, my vision is that it'll grow. My channel will grow. I already had a stranger, a fellow, 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 however you say YouTuber commented and encouraged me on the channel, uh, on my channel like yesterday and she watched the one about my why why I'm doing YouTube and then she watched another one and she said I'm following because you asked because on my why I pretty much asked if people would follow me or subscribe to my channel that's how it said and um, so she said she subscribed and she's excited to watch me uh, blow up and that was exciting because it's someone I it's not an actual family member or friend it's someone from the outside encouraging me so that was cool and as my channel grows I will get better equipment right now I'm still using my my iPhone and my very first step to better equipment was those wireless mics and I am past 20 minutes thank you for understanding this one went a little long and it was a little weird and that is it. I love you. Keep going. Thank you for listening. If you're into YouTube, which again, I know isn't for everyone. If you're listening to this, you're probably not into YouTube. But even if you subscribe and don't watch, it helps me out. I'm just trying to get to that thousand, trying to get to that thousand. Because if you get a thousand subscribers and four, I think it's four, it's crazy. 4,000 watch hours, which is insanely hard to do. I thought I was at 160 when I made my why video. I was only at barely 100 watch hours. So can you imagine that huge, huge mountain I have to climb of of 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours? It's really difficult to do. But if you can do that, you can start to get monetized and earn money 
from YouTube or Google. However, whatever. I think they're combined. They're like the same. They're owned. However, that works anyway. So that's my goal. It's not like I'm trying to not work, but <laughs> I kind of am trying not to work because making videos and living life is what I really love to do. And if I can make money doing it, then why not? That's my goal. So again, I love you. Thank you for listening. Have a great day, night, morning, wherever you're at. Have a great rest of your week. And until next time, peace, love, and keep going. I just want to add an edit to the end of this because I started to listen to, to it to see for sound quality. And I noticed that I said when I watched the kids walk to school and I thought, if you don't know me, you're like, what do you mean? Your kids are grown up. Well, I live across the street from an elementary school and I sit in the kitchen and I watch the kids walk to school with their parents. And it reminds me of when our kids were in school. So that's where that came from. No, my kids were not walking to school this morning. Just wanted to add that. Have a great day.